All right, in this episode of Bouts Talking Bouts, very excited to be talking to an individual who competes September 30th as part of PFA Kickboxing Branded FC. We've got Christian Tremaine getting out there against Colton Boxel, and always fun getting to talk to Colton ahead of these different fights. How's your day going there, man? You betcha. It's going terrific, man. How about yours? Yeah, no, it's good, man. Beautiful weather from where I'm at, and I know this is an audio call, but it seems like great weather where you're at, too, so... Yeah, Lethbridge, trees are turning yellow, it's time for the fall, and uh, Chris Jermaine better expect me to be like a leaf on the wind, uh, floating away from everything before I come crashing like the wind that's here to come, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna be one hell of a fight, and I'm here to put on a show, so I've got good energy heading into this one, no room for mistakes or foolish misplays, all I've got is dedication and intent and a whole boatload of work to deliver into this guy's face. Yeah, and you're talking about like the changing of the seasons and stuff like that. Like a bit before I kind of even started this recording, you were almost talking about how this is almost like a crossroads sort of. Oh yeah, no worries, man. I was just going to address like you kind of mentioning it as like almost like a crossroads kind of fight. I'm curious for you to like expound upon that a bit more, like just where both of you are at. Yeah, so I mean, I'm a martial artist through and through. I don't have any intent of fading away from the sport. Uh, my last loss was pretty bad, but it did come off of the first win in a while, so, um, my record, my record's not great, but I just have so much to show. I have so much to show that I haven't shown in the ring yet. You know, there's a common, like, there's a common thing with people who look great on the mats, and then they don't look, uh, they don't put it all together, and I'm just, I'm desperate, man. I'm struggling. I'm like, everything in me is finding that, like, purpose, that motivation to be able to show everything that I've worked for. So... There's a lot of me on that, you know, it's not really a, it's not really a crossroads in where am I going to go? What am I going to do? I help, I love the sport. There's nothing about me that hates the competing. Everything about me is here to be like purpose driven and guided. Uh, but the crossroads really like, you know, he's lost three in a row. I had a bad loss. I don't have a great record. He's three and four. I'm two and five. So I woke his ass. He's three and five. I'm three and five. It's a crossroads. You know, we're going to cross that path. And I just, this guy, he's a cookie cutter. This guy's a cookie cutter. I've seen every fight that he's had, and he's thrown the same thing every time. So it's just that visualization, that clear, like, okay, now he tries to mix it up. Let me guess, nine times out of ten, it's a lot hook. You know, it's like living in that crossroads. No, nah, nothing keeps me away from that. It's just full steam ahead, but two ships crossing, he can, probably, he can probably go back to work. I think he can just, like, let the sport lie where it is, and he can do what he wants. Uh, you know, he's got more to do. He's, he loves bringing up work and the interviews of his that I've seen. I don't mind working, but I love the sport more. Um, it'd be good for him to, you know, go out on... Yeah, I'm, I can't let him win. It'd be good for him to go out on, like, a reasonable one. Just knowing that, you know, pass the torch, I'll take it from here, buddy. Don't worry about it. And you were talking a bit ago about how maybe there's certain people who implement things on the map, but maybe that isn't, you know, translated in the body of the competition. And you talk about Christian Tremaine really just kind of going to the well with, like, the same stuff across each different fight. Do you think it's almost tied into that in a certain sense, like, in terms of, like, maybe the moment kind of creating a certain pressure where maybe he just reverts to type almost? Sure. Like... Like, there's two things that go into the way that you perform, right? There's training and there's mentality. 
the training that you've done builds the body, but it also builds the skill set. And inside of the skill set, the skill set body integration is like the reflexes. I'm living in this moment, and how am I going to respond to this moment here? It's like if he hasn't trained in a way that optimizes him to respond in like a in a reflexive way to the threats and the pressure that I have, he's going to respond in the same way he always has. Um, yeah, that's like, that's that training. That's that training mentality. What's he going to do? How's he going to do it? I think he knows what he's going to do. I think I know what he's going to do. But there's, a, there's always the, the gamble that comes with it, right? So let's, let's get in there and have a talk. Um, sorry, what was the question? Oh, no, yeah, I mean, I think you pretty much answered it. I guess I was just saying, like, do you think him kind of, like, reverting back to the same techniques from what you were saying, like, you've seen across all of his fights, like, do you think that's kind of rooted in the same thing? Like, maybe the pressure of the competition can affect the approach? Oh, uh, yeah, the pressure of the competition. So, sources of pressure, right? There's an opponent, there's the opponent's corner, there's the commission, there's the crowd, the cameras. Um, those are really the sources of pressure, and it's like, which one of those means that he's going to do the same thing? I think it's, I think it's something from within too, right? For me, it's like I have a certain set of interests that I like, and I'm always going to be, um, like, I'm going to be dynamic. I'm going to be buried in my attack. I'm going to show things people haven't seen, and that's because I am that like that mad scientist kind of character, where I'm looking for, you know. To be the well-rounded fighter who can demonstrate confidence in every aspect of the sport. Um, whereas this guy, he wants to be, you know, he wants to play the rock in every situation. He wants to play, he always wants to be the hammer. So he's always going to go back to that steady and stable. You know, that's just his character. That's his mindset. He wants to go back to where he's comfortable. Me, I've got an answer for everything, every situation. I know it's a top down, left to right, it doesn't matter. Put me anywhere and I've got a solution for that. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I'm curious to get your thoughts on maybe how you see this one going stylistically, because at least in some of the pro losses, it seems like there's a bit of a thread of losing via submission and it seems like your grappling acumen i mean obviously not saying anything about your striking but it seems like the grappling acumen gets brought up more often than not when we speak i mean a lot of variables to mixed martial arts but is the i guess course of action ultimately to get it more to like a grappling kind of exchange and kind of showcase your skills in that sense yeah i just feel like the grappling is just a competitions and it was like, I don't know, he's not bad, but he's still in that trading headlocks place. It's like, no, I recognize it. He's in that trading headlocks place. People, they go back and forth on who's going to have head control. And it's like, okay, there's a guillotine. There's a front headlock. There's an escape. Now another front headlock. And then they go back and forth on that. And I think it's kind of, um, you know, not to speak poorly, but it's, it's a little juvenile or, or a little bit immature about trading headlocks. Um, and I think it shows uh, it shows more of a like like a like a joy or like a fun in the sport, enjoying the sport more than it does like a need to win and a like cut through like butter kind of situation. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what I think about that. On the grappling, it's changing. You know, I had a good win. I've had some, I've had some advances lately. Just getting back to. Um, Analyzing the problem completely, seeing it from every angle and all the possibilities, 
and feeling confidence. I changed up my gym quite a bit. Um, yeah, I made a change in Lethbridge, moved to a new gym with a new coach and a new corner, and I've had some like like a return to um, like winning patterns. Right, I recognize these patterns as not something like new that I need to try out because hey, this is what coach is doing. He's had success before, but as something that when I was a, when I was a successful athlete as an amateur and at times as a pro, I recognize this now and I know that feeling and it is what gives me confidence. Despite the dread, despite the worry, I am there to be a winner. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, just an interesting fight for sure. Like, I mean, you talk about like a newer kind of training arrangement, though. Like, whereabouts are you at nowadays? Okay, so I'm with Brad Wall at PFA Kickboxing in Lethbridge, Alberta. I was previously with Lee Mean at CMC MMA, and I've made the change now to PFA Kickboxing. The other big names are Cody Jerome, uh, Kate the Great Clements, and um, Tom O'Connor. And Tom O'Connor is the biggest representative. You just have. A massive win at Unified, the largest regional promotion in Alberta. Uh, he beat uh, Shady Time, Tim Smith, and it was and it was a dominant display. It was a dominant display for uh, Tom O'Connor, right? He made that he made what seemed like it could have been a competitive belt like look simple. He he was not in danger at any moment in that fight, and that's the kind of pressure that we bring uh, from PFA kickboxing is that you know we are coming. And you know that we are going to take you apart from the head to the toe and from the toe up. There's nothing about us that's not going to find every solution, every uh, every weakness you have and take you apart the whole way through. Yeah, I love hearing that. I mean, great individuals and coaches at, you know, PFA and everything like that. But just shows what a great, like, martial arts kind of hotbed that Lethbridge is. Just so many great minds and, you know, talents out there for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I was seeing a recent art piece on your Instagram. It was called Spontaneous Inspiration, Vibrant Anxiety. I'm kind of curious about that. Like, does vibrant anxiety describe the fight feeling pr pretty well, you would say? or? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, so that's a text-to-image text generator. I used Stable Diffusion. I made a bit of progress on that, on um, Stable Diffusion fronts. Uh, they've got the textual inversion, it's called. Um, I dabbled in the forum. I mean... There's another library for mid-journey called Runway that I'd really like to get into because it has um, motion tracking animation. And I'd like to have something that's like a... <laughs> I'm a bit of a nerd. I like anime. I like... Uh, or I like anime a lot. I always wanted to like be a, like a comic book writer, right? I wanted to make my comic books to tell a story. It's like, well, to make a good fight scene, i got to understand fighting, right? So... Here I am being a fighter, and now that it's like oh, I can't draw with shit, so I better uh, I better do use these tools that are available now. So hey, Mid Journey, Stable Diffusion, let the computer do it itself. But yeah, I've got this. Uh, I use this textual inversion, and then I forget exactly what I prompted it with to make that one piece. But I remember looking at it after and thinking, hey, like that's pretty good. I like I like the feeling that I get from looking at it. It's just like. It's, uh, it's pretty fun with this, like, pink and kind of this abstraction. It seemed almost uh, like a, not really a Picasso. Picasso always had, like, a center, like a face that went with it. But maybe, uh, maybe uh, not a Rembrandt, um, Pollock. It's almost like a Pollock. Pollock's a little bit more drip painting than that. There's a few, like, postmodern or modernist artists who draw these kind of abstract frameworks and these abstract paintings. And 
Yeah, I just like the way I looked. I like the way I felt when I looked at it after. I think I, I think I called it vibrant anxiety, and I had some negation in the prompts, but that textual inversion stuff to make it a fine-tuned model, I didn't have any of that in there. Uh, but yeah, look for more of that to come. Kind of start fine-tuning and try to make these um, these uh, anime battle effects, and you know, got to put on the highlight reel. Got to show the highlights so that I can get more like effort or bigger uh, bigger views and bigger shows and drive more traffic through the social media and hopefully to look to take this whole thing off you know skyrocket with the brand there's a lot of room for it there's a lot of room for health and fitness in the martial arts it's definitely one of the healthiest um sports and it's uh compelling for a lot of people who are who aren't particularly motivated by the traditional trappings of the um of like the health and fitness industry, they don't want to stay in one place and lift iron nonstop. They want that that, that mind body connection that comes from martial arts. So anybody who's kind of interested in that like exuberance and that obstreperous uh, nature, it's like yeah, the martial arts brings a lot of that, um, and definitely room for creativity and a lot of room for enthusiasm. So if you want to like express yourself through this movement dilemma or through movement, freedom of movement. Definitely come look to learn through the martial arts. Come look to get fit and healthy at the same time. Helps you manage your cycles. Helps you make a stronger body. Uh, yeah, lots of that. And I think like an appropriate piece of uh, artwork and like framing the ad advertising rates. It's all oh, that's pretty good. I mean, mine is bad, but whatever. <laughs> I'll get there. There's one thing about me, it's when I put my mind to the task, I am going to sort it out. I'm going to be dedicated, I'm going to be driven until I get to the bottom of it. So, I got lots on the go right now, you know, paying bills, doing work, just practicing all the time. But the more that I put time into that, the better I'll get. And I'm dedicated, I'm confident I can make it a, make a contribution. So, that's where I'm at with that. Well, that's awesome. It's cool that you want to pursue that to the scale of eventually one day wanting to, like, <clears throat> you know, tell a story in almost like a full-on, like, comic kind of contest. Because it seems like the images are having that refinement, like, each time you post something. Like, it does seem like you're trying out different things and learning from it. So, yeah, I'd love to see it. Yeah, because some of that old stuff, when the models were, when I was first getting into the models, they were just too, like, too abstract. Nobody could even tell what was going on. It seemed like it was, it was really a mess, right? So, I might take those down. I might take him down. But yeah, maybe make another account. Was maybe a focus on that, and then another focus. Yeah, there's a million different things I could do. <laughs> I was going to say, do you feel like your art and what you do through the martial arts like almost fires off similar synapses in the brain? Because it sounds like from what you're saying that both are like creatively stimulating outlets and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I think same similar synapses, definitely. I was I was reading some, uh, sorry, I wasn't reading, I was watching some uh, neuroscience, Nancy Canwisher with MIT Open Courseware on neuroscience and neurobiology, and she was saying something interesting, which is that the, the regions of the brain that process visual input overlap with regions of the brain that process auditory input. So there's kind of this, like, synesthesia, I don't know if you're familiar with that term, but people who like um, smell musical notes or taste colors and that kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Um, so there's a, there's some physical basis for that that interconnection. So I, yeah, I think saying similar synapses to the to the art and the the fighting, that's true. But of course, as a fighter, it's like 
dedication and focus to maintaining that focus. I don't want to get pulled out into the art realm uh, when I'm trying to be a fighter because, you know, that's pretty soft. I'm not, in, I'm not in there to be soft, man. I'm in there to be hard. I'm in there to beat a, beat a dude, right? <laughs> I got to smash this guy. So it's really more about even if it's similar creativity, similar creative process, understanding the scope and uh, setting a goal and achieving it and that kind of thing. Um, one of these is a physical reality. The other one, there's room for error. There's no room for error in the octagon. It's live. It's unscripted. You have to be on point and to the performance, focused and exactly what you and exactly what I need to be. So um, it is similar, but of course there's my game, not getting pulled out into something where I'm weaker than I need to be. I need to be as strong as possible on that night, exactly right on time. And probably something you know cool about that though, because it seems like with the art, it could be something that one would almost endlessly be able to analyze or you know, look at in a myriad of different ways, see all these different tendrils, whereas the nature of the fight almost, like, forces you to be very, like, succinct with it and in the moment, like, maybe an appealing sort of thing in its own way, like how you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've got a lot of, like, uh, homebrew science that's kicking around in the back about that. Um, definitely with the tendrils, there's that game, is he throwing the right hand, is he throwing the right kick? It's like, you can create the threat of either. Is it high, is it low, is it going to get him... Okay, I'm going to throw low and make him think high, and then hit him in the body. Who knows? Maybe that's what I'll do. But yeah, there's that uh, that kind of... For me, that gets back to a quantum indeterminacy. There's a superposition of possibilities. So you could be you could be rattling around looking at the tendrils, right? That's how the, the active perception is, is that there's these tendrils, these ethereal entities, these, like, these threads of destiny or fate that I could be pulling... The quantum physicist knows it as the superposition of possibilities, right? And when he rolls a die, there's going to be one that occurs most frequently. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the one where I'm winning. And I'm kind of curious. I mean, maybe you're not even one to think of things like this. But, I mean, some fighters I talk to do practice a certain level of visualization and maybe have, like, a predominant idea of what could happen within that. Like, do you have a certain predominant idea for how you see this fight ending or is it more just being fluid and adaptable with whatever could present itself yeah so i've got um so i really yeah i visualize quite a bit i also practice creating the feeling of the momentum shift practice so i don't i'm not practicing a visualization with like an empty visualization it's not meant to be an endless illusion that i'm trapped in right it's meant to be uh, a recognition of the threat and then follow that with an action pattern so there's a few like there's attacks that I can have and things that I can bring. I've got probably uh, like two major ones in the ground. Uh, I don't. I haven't even looked at the ground. I've only been looking at striking. Um, yeah. Like major ones is just creating those clashes, right? Creating those clashes, creating that state where he's drawn in, and then I catch him off guard. I'm a counter striker, so I'm going to look to counter strike him fade out that reaction and capitalize on because I know he's that cookie cutter and I have a pretty good idea of how he's going to throw it. So yeah, the visualization process is a lot of like, if he throws this, where am I and how am I going to be there? Which uh, which region, which angle, How where's my distance, what timing do I need to throw with? The momentum and the timing, if you, if you use the momentum and you recognize the momentum, the timing takes care of itself, right? So it just becomes about the angle and the range. Which angle, which range, how am I going to pick that shot? 
an endless visualization, just thinking about that all the time. Um, it's, a lot, it's a lot of puzzle pieces, and a lot of those pieces have been falling together lately. So I've been, uh, I've been feeling very strong in my visualization process and being able to guide myself in that journey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely coming across in how you're talking about this fight, and I always love the way you analyze these different fights. It's fun to always chop it up ahead of the different bouts, but I also want to be, you know, cognizant of your time and schedule as well, man. So I'm curious if maybe there's like a final parting thought you'd want to add as we're kind of wrapping things up, though, Colton. Uh, no, no, I'm all good. Thanks for, thanks for talking that through with me, Dylan. We've been doing quite a few of these at this point, and it's like, every time it's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just thankful to be able to do this every day. Like, gratitude is where I lay my bedrock. I feel the strongest being that, that grateful source. And, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to making a show and putting it all on display come Saturday. Yeah, and very much looking forward to that show. Should be a great one, September 30th with Branded FC. And big shout out for PFA Kickboxing, Brad Wall and Scott Ward. They're the two main guys there. I've got Kate Clemens fighting on the car with me. Then there's uh, Joseph Harrypole, uh and uh, Gaz. He's fighting as well. Some old English boxing from him. So we're looking forward to that team and seeing what they can put together. It's been a great environment and a terrific training time with a lot of intensity. And uh, good repetition of those those patterns that we need to be a winning and successful athletes. We really come together as a team, and I'm super happy to have them around on my side. Yes, I kickboxing with Brad Wall. It's great. Yeah, I mean, wholeheartedly agree, and I love seeing this show. And just always good to see platforms for the great fighters out there. So many talented fighters in that area, as I was kind of touching on before so yeah it should be a great card overall man and very much excited for this christian tremaine fight but you know until then you have a good rest of your day man and just yeah again to reiterate thank you for the time yeah thank you Dylan.